0: Welcome to Energy Talks, a regular podcast series of expert discussions on power system testing topics. My name is Stefan Achberger from the podcast team at Omicron, and I will be your host. In this episode, I have the honor of talking to Andreas Nenning and Ari Tironimi from Austria. They both have experience in power system testing for more than 10 years and are talking to me today from our offices in Austria. So thank you, Andreas and Ari, for taking the time to do this podcast with me. Thank you, Stefan. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. Hi, Stefan. Great to be. Awesome. So let's start with a short introduction of yourself. So what kind of education do you have? What kind of experience do you have? And what is your job now at Omicron? Maybe Andreas, if you want to start. Yeah, I can start. So
1: my education, I'm electrician, which later on went to university and studied mechatronics. And then after that, as an application engineer, project manager, and then finally as a product manager at Omicron with, with 10 years experience at Omicron, I I started right in the, in the switch key area. Before that I was in the, in the control of of wind turbines. Yeah. In, in short, that's it, I think. (laughs) Thank you. Ari, how about you? From my side? Well, I've been uh,
2: studying uh, applied physics and electrical engineering and been working for Omicron for more than 20 years. So the last 80 years, I've been working as application engineer with a focus on circuit breaker testing. And before that, I was working in the hardware development as a firmware developer and
0: also as a project leader for products like Dirana and Sibano. Awesome. So we have quite the, the wide range of expertise. But now, so for you, it's eight years, Ari. For you, Andres, it's 10 years. For me also, almost 10 years working with Circuit Breaker Testing and especially on the Sibano 500. So let's have a review of the podcasts we did so far. So we started in North America. Is there anything that you guys remember where you were like, a really interesting fact from the episode I did with Charles from America or anything that comes to mind? I mean, the specific
1: thing of America is always the dead tank design, right? They have... Yeah, front design there and yeah, some special requirements needed for that, yeah.
0: Have you ever tested that tank circuit breakers in America?
1: Yeah, I did. And yeah, the difference is it's the interrupters are not that easy accessible, but I think that's
0: nicely covered in the episode you did with Chuck. So nothing more to talk about. We covered all the bases. Thank you for the concern. <laughs> Neither did. Uh, <laughs> Appreciate it. Anything from your side, Ari, that you remember from the episode that stood out to you? Well, actually, not
2: specifically from the discussion with Chuck or Charles. It's more when I think back of these different episodes. So, of course, America with the tank breakers, Europe with more live tank breakers, and Australia with a mixture of both. Yeah, and actually, it's uh, interesting because I always thought that in Europe we we only have live tank breakers. And a couple of weeks ago, I was visiting a customer in uh, Germany and. We were going to a substation and suddenly I saw a dead tank breaker in that substation. So I really, yeah, that was uh, the first time I saw a dead tank uh, breaker in Europe. So we have them as
0: well. Well, I guess we learned something till the very end of our episode. Did you perform any tests on it or did you just see it from afar?
2: No, I just saw it from afar. So we did uh, some other measurements at that time. So no, no breaker
0: testing. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, and I also, like, that was one of the biggest surprises probably for me from when we we had the Australia episode, that they really have both in use and just kind of every, well, it depends on the substation, it depends on whoever tries to build the substation, whatever they prefer. They just use life tank or dead tank, maybe even mix it up. So that was one of the the big learnings for me in, in the Australia episode as well. And yes, in the Europe episode, we did talk about mostly life tank, but apparently there's... Well, exceptions to every rule, right? Anything else that stood out to you from the episode so far? Maybe from the Middle East, I remember as well. We had mostly covered GAS breakers. I mean the specific thing about GIS breakers,
1: again, <laughs> I think you covered it as well, but the testing on on both sides grounded GS is, is very challenging and I think with the CSM methods we find a good solution for that. Which from the Customer perspective has been appreciated very much. And Middle East is for me dominated by GIS more than other regions. Therefore it's a bigger topic there, but again, oh, exceptions
0: yeah. to editor rule. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did in other places as well. Yeah. And also appreciated his insight into like the manufacturing sides of it from Anas, cause he worked in GIS manufacturing before that and yeah, just see all the differences around the world and. How they do it and why they do it was pretty interesting to me. In that case, this is going to be the last episode of this series. And so far, we really tried to look around the world, how people test the circuit breakers and look more of the testing aspects of it. So today, I really want to use this time as well to look at our device, the Sibano 500 and how we, yeah, how we do circuit breaker testing with our Omicron device. So maybe Ari, if you want to start us off, where can we use it and... What are the, the unique features of the Sibano 500 compared to other test devices or compared to how circuit breaker testing was done before?
2: Well, I would say that our
0: Sibano, first of all,
2: it's designed to be used for testing all kind of medium voltage and high voltage circuit breakers. It covers actually the most standard circuit breaker tests, which should be available. What is uh, a big highlight is, of course, that it has an um, internal power supply. Yeah. And uh, with this internal power supply, the, our customers can uh, do, for example, under or over-voltage tests, which is not possible if you only have the station battery available. Of course, you can use the station battery as well as a supply for, for the coils or motor. But uh, with the internal power supply, you have more possibilities to do the test. And yeah. And of course, I mean, it's a flexible system. You can extend it to your needs at the end. And so uh, it doesn't matter if you have a breaker with one interrupter or a breaker with four interrupters per pace. It's a very flexible system.
0: Yeah. And ranging from medium voltage to high voltage, right? And really usable around the world. So in all the episodes that we did so far, even though we didn't focus on this aspect, because we didn't want to, we really want to focus on circuit breaker testing and now wrap it up. But in all the areas, they're using the Sibana 500 with the whatever concept works best for their area. And yeah, they're able to use it according to their needs. What other advantages do we have in, in our system, Andreas, if you want to add to what Ari already said?
1: I just want to stress what you just said, and which has been proven by the series, right, that it can be used all over the world and... Looking at the successful story we had of the C-Balance last ten years, and has been sold all over the world in all the regions pretty much equally. So it's not specialized on a specific region or specific type of breaker. It is this flexibility that device has, which is I think makes it so powerful. From, from the outback in Australia to the dead tech designs, to the GIS, to medium voltage, to the yeah. So you can cover everything with the modular design, which is very satisfying for, a, for the team, which built that system because, you know, it was intended. And then when you see it works
0: out, yeah, it's, it's very
1: nice to, to see. <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. So the hardware concept, the flexibility with it to really use it according to the needs. What else do you think is, is one of the key aspects when testing with the Cibano? The reliability as
1: well. I mean, this, this core Omicron value. Uh, reliability, which is, yeah. uh, we are famous for all the devices we have, and particularly in our area where it's so important to have a reliable device. When the example of Australia, again, right, they have to go to the outback. They, they might fly, they have a uh, quite a distance to go until they can test. And when they are there, of course, the device has to work. And there it's very important to have a, a good, reliable device, which we can provide as mm-hmm. yes, we building everything here in Europe. We have everything in our hands, and so that yeah, we can be sure that we have, can provide the highest qualities and, and besides the modularity, I think that is also a key for our customer to be successful.
0: Awesome. Yeah, for me, it's mostly, I think the, the the time-saving aspect of the whole thing. I remember when I first went out of the Sibano 500 and we had some other test devices in the substation and they brought out all of their cables, which was I think like three trolleys worth of cables, and we just had our little packages with like the absolute minimum of cables that you need to connect. And we connected and did it, and in a few hours it was all done. And we helped them try to set up with the other test device, and it took us all afternoon to just set it up. And then the next day they performed the tests, and then on the afternoon of the next day they they cleaned it all up again. And that was for me the real experience of okay, this this is really this concept has been develop to make it as simple as possible and really have the absolute minimum of what we need so we can connect to all the tests, disconnect and it's all done in in a couple of hours depending on the breaker. I mean if it gets very complex like a four interrupters per per phase breaker, then it might take maybe half a day, but everything else can be done in very little time and I think that's one of the the biggest advantages as well for me.
1: yeah, I think to add some comments on that one, I think it was. Not such a bad thing not to be the first in the market segment, (laughs) because as the experts know, right, other test device manufacturers in that market for for decades before Omicron decided, based on the the pressure of the customers, that's, that's an area you don't have anything yet, please give us somewhere, something as well, and... We analyzed the needs and then we could really start from scratch and, yeah, design that, that system and had always the, the, the ease of use in mind. It was one of the the key features we always aimed for. And the integrated power supply plays a very, very important role in that because it's more than just have a, dev- a device integrated. It's more than that. It makes the whole workflow so much easier. You don't have to, to loop any external supplies through the device comes right from the device and yeah, it simplifies the wiring dramatically. Besides using the latest technology with the, the digital communication, simplifies it again. And yeah, I, I, I could keep
0: going
1: <laughs> 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 this long with the superclaps and the MC2 and so on. I think, yeah, and in the beginning it was proven that first on, 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 on the paper on, on presentations, the customer was so not so much convinced, but when he did a, a demo, yeah, usually you got the happy faces and yeah, it was was uh, and, uh, very rewarding going on-site and do demos, but yeah, after 10 years, of course, it's, it's no, now <laughs> we don't have to prove it every time, but just showing and, and see how it works nicely together, how the workflow is so much easier and it's self-explaining as well. You don't need a manual, you show it once and then customer takes over and that's it. So We obviously
0: still encourage our customers to read the manual for (laughs) obvious reasons. You mentioned the workflow. You also mentioned the the digital communication earlier. So maybe Ari, we talked about the the hardware so far. Maybe give us a a quick overview on, on how one could perform the tests using our software primary test manager. So what's like the ideal workflow, how you can get as many breakers tested as quickly as possible and as convenient as possible as well?
2: Yeah, maybe there I come back to what uh, Andreas mentioned about easy-to-use, because uh, what we didn't mention so far is that uh, the Sibana 500 is uh, controlled by our uh, software called the Primary Test Manager. And this software is, of course, developed in a way that it will guide the customer, the user of the, of the system, to go through a certain amount of steps normally if you go to a new substation you it requires you to do six steps you're creating a location for that location you are creating an asset in this case circuit breaker and for that uh, circuit breaker you are then uh, creating your test plan and of course when you are uh, doing the wiring this simplified wiring normally at least for 90 to 95 persons that allow you to do all the tests without rewiring between the tests. You do the test and afterwards you can save your test plan as a template. So the next time you're coming to the substation or you're testing, let's say, a sister breaker, similar breaker, you can just reuse the test plan with all the software and hardware configuration and making that way very fast testing of similar kind of breakers.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the big advantages is that I can prepare the whole test plan. I mean, I think there's two variants. Either I've never tested this type of breaker, then I can sit in the office, put in all the the data I have about the breaker, put in what kind of test plan I want to do, even prepare a kind of report that I want to have afterwards. Or the even easier version, if I have tested maybe this breaker before and a fingerprint test or maybe it was years ago, or just a similar breaker, yes, as you said, I can just copy the test plan, I can go there, I don't have to put in any value or data into the, the software at all. I just connect everything real quick, I press start, I do perform the test, I disconnect it and I'm, I'm pretty much done. So I think that's another time-saving aspect, of course, but from the software perspective. Maybe Andreas, what about the reporting? I mean, that's also a key issue for probably everybody that performs tests because you need to have something afterwards. What kind of possibilities do we have to create a report out of the tests afterwards? Yeah, we have
1: several different options and yeah, driven by the customer requests and the need from the customers. On one side, we have those customers who want a quick and easy generated, quick generated report. And therefore, yeah, that's integrated in our primary test manager in this in the control software. So after the test, it's just an additional step: create report, and then he gets a PDF or a Word file, everything in there. But then there are more the specialized, very specific reports needed for for customers who, for whatever reasons, for instance, they have been in the market since, since thirty years and always the same type and same style of report. And for them, we have integrated a so-called customized reporting system where they can define on each cell. So it's Excel based on each cell, what should be written there? What should formatting should be used there? So they can create a template and the software will fill that out after the, the tests are done. So on one side, we have those who just want out of the box easy to use pdf word generated reports and the others they they take some additional time create a template and then they fill that template by the let that template be filled by the test reports by the ptm
0: and same as for the test plan right if i have prepared such a template once then i can use it for all the breakers or similar breakers maybe any different ones for different types of, of breakers or test plans whatever i I need, but once I have that created, I can simply yeah. use it and reuse it and reuse it and you reuse. You can attach them to
1: the templates, and then you come all. They all come together. Then yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah, maybe let's talk about some tests as well. I think most of the the tests are pretty standard by now. When we covered them in some of the episodes, from timing, even dynamic contact resistance test has, and as we mentioned in some of the episodes, has become quite a, a standard test more or less. Maybe one test I wanna specifically focus on, you already mentioned it before, is for for the TAS, for the to test both sides grounded, as we already discussed in the in the Middle East episode. So maybe Ari, if you can just give us a, a quick overview on why there's a special test needed for TAS and what our system does to, to make that happen easily.
2: Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, maybe I I can mention that safety, of course, for us is a very important part. And not only for GIS, but also for uh, air insulated uh, breakers. All the tests that we can uh, offer the customer, they can be done uh, both sides grounded, just to increase the safety for for the customer and the tester itself. And of course, as you mentioned, we we are also doing both sides, can do the, the tests both sides grounded. And there, of course, we have a certain situation where we, we see that, well, when the breaker is both sides grounded, the ground loop itself, it's uh, the enclosure on, and it's a very low resistance or has a very low resistance and it's in the same level as the main contact. So it means that you actually can't do the
0: measurement with the conventional methods uh, for timing or DRM. So maybe if I can interrupt and and just explain for for anybody listening, maybe some people are not yet familiar how we can even do it in live tank circuit breakers. And basically, if you ground both sides of the breakers, you you always have a connection between the two sides. But the difference in live tank is that the grounding loop usually has a much higher resistance than the, the actual interrupter unit when it's closed. So we can simply use a threshold. And usually the, the interrupter, the real context of the breaker and the micro ohm range, if you put in some some wires for grounding, it might be in the milliohm or even ohm range. And that's why we can distinguish between between open state of the breaker, which is the ground loop in the milliohm range, or we can distinguish between the closed range if it's really in the micro range. And in the GAS, as you said correctly, Ari, um, that we don't have this distinction anymore because both... Loops are very low resistance. So what's our system like in order to overcome this problem? So for that
2: test, we have now developed a new solution, how to do the timing test. And we are using something called current sensor. Actually it's a Rogowski coil, which is detecting the change of the current in the ground path. So we are injecting a high current 200 abs to a breaker. And this current is divided. When the breaker is closed, it is going through part of the current is going through the main contact and part of the current is going over the enclosure. And then when we are opening the breaker, the current, the whole current, is then going over the enclosure. And this is detected by the Rogowski coil. And in this way, we can detect when the breaker is operated
0: that might have been one of the most concise and precise explanations i have heard that was very to the point thank you for that <laughs> yeah so that's the new system the current sensor measurement in order to really be able to also make timing tests on TAS uh andreas any other features that might stick out that we might want to mention as well actually I would like to tell a little bit more about the the history of CSM
1: you might remember that i mean it was it was driven by customers who are saying can we do that easier they, they had to spend an awful lot of time they have to spend hours to disconnect the grounding each cable the shields everything is that can we do it easier and actually our expert from france Thomas, he came up with the idea why not using rugoski cars and yeah kudos to him kudos to the whole team I think the Omicron was never a topic to not get good ideas, right? <laughs> and <laughs> we have a lot of them and that, that is a good example. So yeah, we, we tried, we did some tests, we, yeah, proof of concepts and then we saw it works and still it took some time to get the, the proper algorithm in there because it's it's less, it's not that much about the sensor meshing. It's more the algorithm who actually detects if it's yeah, more closed. So it was a good... Great example. Oh, and a good idea, get into the product, get to the market and was very much appreciated because the, this ease of use makes it so different to other solutions or to other options the customer actually has finally. We have the integrated power supply, right? And that also triggers a lot of ideas what can be done to do a condition assessment of a breaker and to utilize that. And yeah, the, again, a lot of ideas, testing the under voltage coil testing, this indirect current releases. So there are different options we can provide to the market test methods. The others cannot do that easily.
0: Not that yeah with the workflow we used to have, right? To have it as as, as easy as possible. Let's just say that we have some options that are possible due to the internal power supply. And also what came to mind for me was when you explained how how we have the ideas and then we try to implement it It reminded me a lot of all the motion sensors uh, that we have (laughs) and how we implement those because it's a an endless amount of types of breakers out there with endless ways of making or having the possibility to measure motion and i think the way of implementing those is the exact same somebody has the problem hey how can i do it on this breaker and they suggest how they might it might be possible and we just try it out and sometimes it works, sometimes it also doesn't. But that's how we yeah, make it possible to to test as many breakers as possible. But we also have the flexibility to use existing sensors in order to get as many motion measurements as possible.
1: Yeah there it's I think it's just important to stay close to the customer, to the needs, to the to breaker, and then you can always work out the proper solution. But it's always together, right? It's not something yeah. we can just throw at them, use that, <laughs> you have to work it out, you have to optimize that. And then in the end, it's going to be an additional accessory.
0: I feel like you only touched the surface of what the Sibano can do or what it does. But I feel uh, on the other hand, if we cover all the bases, then we might be talking for another couple hours. So maybe let's just finish it up with some personal highlights or anything that's still in your mind of what makes the Sibano unique in its way, or maybe a measurement story that you experienced and really enjoyed or. Whatever comes to mind, maybe Ari, if you want to start with anything that might be interesting for listeners.
2: Well, of course, I have been uh, visiting a lot of customers to do some demonstrations uh, for them uh, with our Sibana system. And uh, normally uh, when I come to the customers, they have, of course, a lot of questions about, can the the system do that? Can the system do that? And most of the time after these visits to the customers, uh, I always say happy faces. Mm. And they are really astonished uh, what uh, the system can do and how easy it is to use again talking about the easy to use system sibana is really uh, you, you can learn it uh, very fast to uh, the basics uh, how how the the system works and uh, to see how fast you can do the measurements using the PTM software and creating these templates and reusing uh, test plans—it's—it makes
0: the testing very fast. So we might call the series "Happy Faces Around the World."
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that. Anything that comes to mind for you, Andreas?
1: Yeah, just uh, I agree with what Ari was saying and it's. And some at the beginning we have to go out and show it to them because yeah, I right do the on the PowerPoint presentation it was not so clear the advantages. But yeah, every time you went there. You saw the happy faces. It's it's very rewarding, but besides that, I mean, also the the team who did it. Uh, it was very exciting. Actually, now after ten years now, it's quite a, well, it was quite a journey. But from having an idea, getting that to a to a prototype, proof of concept, get it out, see the happy faces, and see how you get make an impact on the market. It's it's very rewarding, and I think that's that's drives us here at Omicon. Very much, I think (laughs) that's one of the reasons we do what we do
0: here. That's a great remark. Yeah. I think what you mentioned, the journey is also something that I want to personally point out because at the beginning, you know, you never release a product that is perfect already. So in the beginning, there were some issues, a lot of things that we couldn't do yet. And just to, to experience over the last 10 years, how it developed. And we added this little thing and we added this little thing and we added this little thing, and then we added that little thing and suddenly it all started working together and no matter where you went to and what the customer need was, we're like, yes, we have that in the, in our back pocket. And, and we now really have a, a device where if you go to a customer, you can go there with a great feeling and you can, you can, yeah, show the device, show how it works and usually happy faces around the world. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you too, for, for this recording, any, any last words from you or otherwise just appreciate the time that you took and uh, for closing out this series around the world,
1: yeah, I have to say thank you, Stefan, for moderating the whole series. It, it was a great idea, and it, it just shows uh, how successful the Le- Sibano became all over the world, not just the region. Either. Appreciate that very much. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you, Andreas.
2: Yeah, from my side as well. Thank you very much, Stefan, for this series. It has been really interesting to listen to the other interviews that you have made. And yeah, I'm also looking forward in the future to go and visit customers and to
0: see their happy faces. I couldn't close it any better. So thank you too for your time and have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed our conversation and we want to thank you for listening to this episode of Energy Talks. We always welcome your questions and feedback. Simply send us an email to podcast at omicronenergy.com. Omicron has several years of experience in power system testing and offers you the matching solutions for your application. This includes devices for testing circuit breakers, which were the topic of this conversation. For more information, be sure to visit our website at omicronenergy.com and please join us to listen to the next episode of Energy Talks.